1: Hello, I'm Pastor Draper of Maranatha Bible Church and in light of the recent virus from China and looking at the devastating impact displaced, despondent, in pain, in confusion not knowing where to go I want to preach a message entitled Starting Over This is a special message that you really don't want to miss Because the reality of life is that sooner or later all of us have to start over. After the death of a loved one uh, not passing a course a failed marriage a bad decision on and on it goes. Life will put us in a position where we will have to start over. I will be preaching from Genesis chapter 7 and 8 lessons and insights from the life of Noah 2nd Peter chapter 3 verses 10 through 12 says but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night suddenly he comes in which the heavens will pass away with great noise and the elements Everything that make up the earth and the world will melt with, underline that, fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. That's your design of glasses, y'all. That's your suit, your tie, the nice dress. That's the carpet, the tile, the wooden float. That's the grass, the shrubbery. That's the assets. That's, that's the rings, the bling bling, the fashion. That, that, that's your sports team, hey, wh- whoever they are. Go, uh, go, gone up in smoke, burned up. Verse 11. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, you see that shh, like Alcacessa? Dissolved. And what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct? and godliness, looking for the hastening of the coming of the day of the Lord because of which the heavens will be dissolved. Look, being on fire, everything on fire. The wonders of the world on fire, on fire. Everything, the the Grand Canyon on fire. That's right. The pyramids on fire. Snow-capped mountains and glaciers melt. Being on fire. The Eiffel Tower in France on fire. The Vatican, Pope, get out. On fire. And the elements will melt with Fervent heat. After 40 days, going back to the flood now, after 40 days and nights of torrential floodwaters wiping out every form of life, God instructed Noah to come out of the ark, Noah, you and your family. Noah and his family in the animal kingdom had no other recourse but to start over. Now, all of that was a backdrop to get you on principles for living today as we consider how do we start over in life in this brand new year the Lord has given us. Words of encouragement for starting over in life. Number one, when starting over, ask the Lord for wisdom to make the most of each day and refuse to worry. When starting over, ask the Lord for wisdom to make the most of each day and refuse to start over. You have nothing to gain from worry. With all the pandemic and death and sickness, somebody's worried about catching the virus, worried about getting sick, worried about finances worried about jobs, worried about the stock market, worried about children and grandchildren. Worry will bring on stress, will bring on sickness. Worry will bring on depression. Worry will bring on irritability. Worry will bring on a loss of focus and much more. Be mindful. Our Lord has today and tomorrow in his hand. Today and tomorrow is in the hands of God, and when you live in that reality, you won't worry. Matthew 6:34 says, "So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Why are you into tomorrow? You can't figure out today. Today's trouble is enough for today. The scripture is clear that worrying is a sin. I believe the sin of worry is committed by more Christians than any other sin. Therefore, trust the Lord for this day and allow him to help you make the most of this year. Worrying about tomorrow will cause you to be less productive today because it takes away our focus, worry takes away our energy, and worry steals our time, which could be used to maximize the precious gift of time this very year. To overcome worry, you must realize that God is in control. Don't worry about who's in the White House. As long as God is on the throne, they all come and go. Realize that, that God will sustain you and give you his peace in the midst of adversity. Beloved, you have absolutely nothing to gain from worry, but you do have everything to lose. When you worry, worry is the great takeaway. It subtracts but never adds for the good of a person. Worry cannot add more years and not even one hour to your life. So why worry? The scripture also says in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Repeat this after me. You need that until it get in your spirit. Let, be afraid. Be afraid. Again, let, not your let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Again, a little bit louder. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Thank you. Secondly, if we're going to start over in life, Being flexible is so critical to starting over. Being flexible is so critical to starting over. When Noah got off that ark, he had to adjust to a new environment. When he got off that ark, he had to adjust to a new location. And when he got off that ark, there was no civilization. Wow, what adjustments he had to make. He had to be flexible, which is to have the ability to adjust readily to different conditions and circumstances. He had to make some severe adjustments. And I I submit to you today, refuse to be so rigid, so strict, and so set in your ways that God cannot stretch you into new dimensions, spiritual dimensions, to get the most out of you this year. Let me say that again. That's so critical. Refuse to be so rigid, strict, and set in your ways that God cannot stretch you into new spiritual dimensions to get the most out of you this year. Also, when believers, talking about the church now, when believers become so tied up in religious traditions in the church, It impedes the unity of the church, the growth of the church, and the potential of the church. Be mindful. If a change is not violating Scripture, I want you to hear this well. Some some folks fight over the wrong stuff. If a change is not violating Holy Scripture and makes things more efficient and productive, Then stop whining and yield and be willing to adapt to changes. This also go for any area in your life. Uh, I like to say this about Paul and Silas. They were able to make changes when the Holy Spirit moved them. In Acts chapter 16, verses 6 and 7, it says, Now when they uh, had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit put on brakes to preach the word in Asia. After they had come to Mysia, they tried, see, they tried to go to Bithynia, but the Holy Spirit did not permit them. (laughs) They were moving all over the place, being navigated by the Holy Spirit. Like Paul and Silas, allow the Holy Spirit to set your agenda and navigate your life. If you're just tuning in to the Maranatha Broadcast, Pastor Draper is in the midst of a series entitled, Starting Over. Believers who submit their mind, emotions, and will to the leading of the Holy Spirit will discover and remain in the will of God. Let me tell you that. Let me say that again. Believers who submit their will, their mind, their emotion, and will to the leading of the Holy Spirit will discover and remain in the will of God, which produces a fruitful life. Number three, unless you possess an inner desire to be who God created you to be, you will struggle to have a great year. Now, that's big. Unless you possess an inner desire to be who God has created you to be, you will struggle to have a great year this year. Psalms 139, 14 says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. Beloved, you are fearfully and wonderfully made regardless of your color, your size, your shape or whatever, where you're from, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God created you uniquely you. And you cannot use your spiritual gifts God has endowed you with by trying to be someone else. Be who Christ created you to be. You must be yourself in the Lord before you can fulfill the purpose for which God created you. Also, you cannot reach your potential and be successful being jealous of other people. Jealousy will mess you up and folk mess up other lives because of the spirit of jealousy. You cannot reach your potential and be successful being jealous of other people such as how they dress their material possessions, They're being jealous of their intelligence, being uh, jealous of their position, their popularity, being jealous of their spiritual gifts and talents. Even in the clergy, even the clergy is not exempt from jealousy. They're not. Uh, some pastors sadly compare their membership with other churches, their budgets with other churches their size of buildings with other churches, and their preaching ability, all of which brings on jealousy. Let me just calm you down. There will always be someone who possesses more than you do. Okay? Just get over yourself. Say get over myself. There will always be someone who possesses more than you, look better than you, Dresses better than you, have more money than you, huh, and are more gifted than you. But be mindful, there are multitudes all over the world who would love to be where you are and have what you have. Therefore, praying to just be where you are <laughs> and to have what you have. Because when you begin to compare yourself and being jealous of other folk, you can't be glad in the spirit of what God has blessed you with. See, where's the scripture on that? 1 Corinthians 7, 7, short but succinct. 1 Corinthians 7 7 says, 7, 7, says, I wish that all people were as I am, but each has his own gift from God. One person has this gift and another has that God did not gift us all the same way. I mean, if we all was, had the same gift, the church would be boring. Boring. There's diversity of gifts in the building up of the body of Christ to the glory of God. Just work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. And be thankful for what God has deposited into you and be thankful. Number four, starting over means you must not think small, which restricts what God desires to do through you. Starting over means you must not think small, which restricts what God desires to do through you. Many believers hinder their success because they are perspective of God is so small. Now, you can't make God any bigger than he is, but your perspective of God can be so small that God can't do great things through you. Ephesians 3.20 says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Some saints lack confidence in Christ and lack faith in Christ to believe in the one who is more than able to do immeasurably and abundantly more through them above what they can ask or think. Small-minded Christians don't get very far. God wants you to be a pioneer. He wants you to be an innovator. He, He wants you to adventure with him He don't want you telling him what he can't do through you. The Holy Spirit who lives in you has supernatural, unlimited potential and power to do incredible and unimaginable things through believers if you only believe Christ can do extraordinary things through you. God wants to use you in ways you cannot even imagine if you stop. Thinking so small. Stop be, by the way, stop being mean. Conniving, manipulative. All of that hinders the potential of God in you. Number five, possessing great expectations are so essential to starting over. Psalm 62, five says, my soul waits silently for God alone. I love this portion, for my expectation is from him. Don't you let anybody put their expectation on you. God has expectations for your life. He knows where you ought to be, at what time you ought to be there, and how to get there. He knows what's best for you. My expectation is from God. Refuse to embrace people's low expectations of you. Some low thinking folk. There may be people in your life who have issues and a lot of them do. And they'll come into your life. They won't say one good thing you've done, but they will criticize everything because they're a hot mess. The issue is not you, it's them. Refuse to embrace people's low expectations of you. There may be people in your life who have issues that they will project onto you such as their negativity, their defeatist mentality. They'll project their fear on you. Don't go there. If you go there, you're going to get corona. You're going to get this. I wouldn't do that. Stay in. Lock yourself in. Just pray more. They'll project low standards on you, and they'll even project their sins on you. They'll entice you into sin, You must not receive it. Don't receive it. Don't receive low expectation for people who do not have your best interests. Know who you are and whose you are. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Attempting to live up to people's expectation will undermine and hinder the divine plan and purpose of God in your own life. Don't you follow people, you follow God. Beloved, because life is so short, be determined to live up to God's expectations of you in this season of your life because of your diminishing tomorrows. I like that. Because of your what? Diminishing, say that, tomorrows. You you mean I have diminishing tomorrows? Yes. So make the most of this season starting today. He said, what do you mean by diminishing tomorrows? Every day you live, you have less tomorrows than you had before. When you were 25, you may have. And when I was 25, I had a whole lot of tomorrows. But now that I'm my, my age now, oh God, I don't have too many tomorrows left. It may just be today. It may just be today. So do what you got to do today. Stop saying tomorrow, tomorrow. You can tomorrow yourself into nothingness and you end up depressed because you have nothing to show for your life. Are y'all listening to me? God help me preach this message. Number six, to start over successfully means setting spiritual beneficial goals for yourself. To start over successfully means setting spiritual beneficial goals for yourself. If you aim at nothing, you're gonna hit it every time. All right? You do nothing for 50 years, nothing from nothing, leaves. Oh, you add pretty good. Okay? So if you do nothing, expect nothing. You don't expect collard greens and you don't plant any. Oh, I'm expecting I'm a harvest of collard greens and you haven't put one seed, you haven't transplanted nothing, but you're expecting five rows of collard greens. You got, we're gonna take you to the quack doctor. Now, here are some spiritual goals for you to consider as you start over in your life this year. Let me give you some spiritual goals. I wish all of you had pen and paper to be writing this down, because if you implement what I'm giving you today, your life will grow by leaps and bounds. If you couldn't write today, you need to go straight to that bookstore and get a copy of this message, because this is how you advance yourself spiritually in life's journey here are some spiritual goals for you to consider as you start over in your life this year. These are bullet points. First, establish the amount of time you're going to watch television and be on non-work-related social media. We're not talking about those of you, this is your job. You know, you, being on the internet is your job. But some of you are on social media, And you're looking at that television, it's on early in the morning, and it goes off in the wee hours of the morning. You are being drunk on technology, and therefore you have nothing to show for it. Next, what will be your Bible reading plan this year? What's your Bible reading schedule for this year, if you intend to grow this year? Next, commit to consistently tithing to the Lord this year giving 10% of, of all that God has blessed you with financially to the Lord, whether it's from a refund check, whether it's from a bonus, whether it's from retirement or security, uh, whether it's whatever you give to the Lord, because without the Lord, it would not have come anyway. And stealing from God is the worst way uh, to start a new year. Don't expect blessings from God while you robbing him at the same time. I didn't get many amens on that. I know you got choked behind that mask, didn't you? <laughs> Commit to consistently tithe to the Lord. Next, what will I do to improve my personal health? How are you challenging yourself health wise? You know, if you see you bulging and getting, you know, everything is kind of some of you don't even weigh yourself because you don't want to know. <laughs> you like you like living in ignorance. But c- confront the issue yourself, so step on that scale. It'll convict you to get off that salt and sugar and soda, hamburger, hamburger, and fries. What else? Oh, yeah, cake, sweets, pizza, pizza, p- pizzeria. Ooh, that stuff will fatten you up. All that Italian food. If it tastes real good, probably not that good for you. If it's nasty, you need to go and take it. <laughs> what will I do to improve my personal health what special projects will I take on and complete this year now some of y'all got three projects you didn't complete last year you got nothing done what special projects will I take on and complete this year how will I improve my attendance in the Lord's church will I be found faithful in the Lord's house Bible study Prayer meeting, special events, uh, vacation Bible school, should the Lord permit, and all these other things. Uh, How will I commit myself to serving in the Lord's church this year? How you going to serve? You don't just come here, heat up a seat, shout, and go home. No, your worship should lead you to service unto the Lord. So how will I commit myself to serving in the Lord's church this year? Uh, next, how can I be a blessing to someone who could use my skill set, gifts, and abilities this year? How can I be a blessing to someone who could use my skill set, gifts, and abilities? There's a single parent struggling with children. There's an elderly person. Uh, There's a homebound person. There's a child that needs tutoring. There's someone needs you to go to the grocery store for them. And on and on it goes. Next, what will I do to improve my personal time with the Lord this year? These are spiritual goals. What will I do to improve my personal time with the Lord this year? Here's a big one. What addictions that I've been struggling to do will I gain victory over to help me conquer? How will the Lord help me conquer these addictions this year? What addictions that I have that I'm struggling with that I need to gain victory over that the Lord will help me conquer this year? What addiction are you struggling with that you need to gain victory over and not just let it go and it's seeking your life? As Pastor Rander concludes this message, let us commit ourselves to the fruit of the Spirit as given to us in the Word of God, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Let us commit ourselves to giving our best service to God in all that we do. For when we give God's way, as His Word tells us, we will receive, in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. If you enjoy this kind of Bible teaching, please join Pastor Rander at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas.